the workforce is being taken over by five-year-olds. Okay, that's a little bit dramatic. But did you know that you could have a five-year-old, seven-year-old, 12-year-old, whatever age you wanted in the workplace? Well, New Zealand has no minimum age limit. Stick around because I will give you all of the tips on what you need to do to employ young workers safely in New Zealand. everyone. Welcome to Lawlands. My name is Sanam and thank you so much for tuning in today. So like I said, today we're going to be talking about young workers and there is a common misconception around what age these workers need to be. But before we get into it, I'm thinking about introducing a segment into every podcast. It's called Legal Laughs with Lawlands, where I give you a dry joke in every podcast. So let's get underway. I got a job at a paperless office. Everything was great until I needed to use the bathroom. (laughs) I promise it's only one joke a podcast, so you can bear with me. Now, like I said, there is a common misconception around these age limits of how old an employee needs to be to actually be able to work in New Zealand. I think it solely rests on the fact that across the world, there are these, you have to be this year's old to be able to work in the United States, or you need to be this old to work here. And then we've also got the modern slavery angle, the worker exploitation angle, all of that kind of stuff. But in New Zealand, there is actually no minimum age. So you could be, like I said in the beginning, five years old, running around, 10 years old. There is no minimum age, but there are certain restrictions and parameters that they've put in place. So we'll get into all of that. But the first thing that I would like to say is that no matter what age the employee is, they will have minimum entitlements and minimum terms to their employment. You need to follow the Holidays Act, the Wages Protection Act. You need to act in good faith. You need to still provide them employment agreements. So make sure that all of that is in place because I can tell you that a mother, if you've done something to their child where you've not paid them correctly or anything like that, I have seen mothers fight tooth and nail for that child. And rightly so, rightly so. But you don't want to be in the firing line of a parent. You absolutely do not. I have definitely been on the other side and it is not fun. So to save you from that, I will go into all of the details about how you need to navigate having young workers in the workplace. And the first thing is make sure that their terms and conditions of employment is according to the minimum entitlements. Make sure you've given them an employment contract. Make sure they've read it. They can take it away. You can even have a bit in there about them getting it witnessed. So have all of that in there and and definitely go down the path of the safest route possible. I know that a lot of businesses out there will be going and looking at getting young workers because Christmas is just around the corner. Summer is just around the corner. In certain industries, it's going to get a lot busier. So you might as well learn and tap into this resource and do it the right way. So any age is perfectly fine, but there are restrictions and parameters in place. And it all rests and boils down to health and safety. You need to make sure that you're creating safe conditions for these employees. And in certain conditions, they are not able to work. So what am I saying? If the employee is 15 years and younger, okay, they're 15 years and younger, then they can't operate heavy machinery. They can't lift anything heavy. And they cannot do any dangerous work that could cause harm. For example, 
operating powered tools and operating powered appliances or heavy machinery. They also can't drive a vehicle as well. So this is 15 years and under in the workplace. They are not able to work in areas that may manufacture goods, for example, or that may be in the construction industry or in the logging industry. Also working with hazardous substances. So you can see it all rests around health and safety, the ability for them to be able to, even though you may have standard operating procedures, but it's all about the ability for them to actually be able to navigate that workplace and feel safe in that workplace. And somebody that is under the age of 15, the threshold is that they cannot. Definitely make sure that you're in the right industries when you're bringing them in. There's a lot of information out there about that. And I've also linked some information into this podcast as well that will take you to the Employment NZ website so that you can get some more information from there. But aside from that as well, if you've got somebody that's under the age of 16, so 16 and under, they can't work during school hours. So between school hours, it's a no-go. They also can't work between 10 p.m. and 6 a.m. So you'll see a lot of restaurants opening later on at night. It might go past 11, 12. They are not able to work during that time. The whole point, because they need to be sleeping and they need to rest up and we shouldn't be interrupting their education or their sleep because it's a health and safety hazard. If you applied it to a normal employee, you would say the same thing as well. It is a health and safety hazard to have somebody going in and and doing work early in the morning if they haven't gotten enough rest the night before. Moving on to an under 18 year old. They are not allowed to work. So 18 and under, not allowed to work in restricted areas of licensed premises. So if you've got bars, clubs, a licensed restaurant, that is a no-go as well. So if it's those restricted areas in a licensed premises, then that's also a no. So it might be a bar area, which is separated from the entire restaurant. So it's only those restricted areas of a licensed premises. And when you're under the age of 20, so 20 and under, that is when you are not able to work in any gambling related jobs. So anything gambling related, I actually found it really funny. I I remember being out in West Auckland and going to a bowling alley and they had a whole pokey section there. So anything gambling related, if they're around the pokey machines. So keep that in mind as well. You're going bowling or whatever it might be. So these are the restrictions and parameters that are in place when it comes to these particular you know, areas of work, these industries, these sections. So keep that in mind and make sure that you're not employing young workers around that space, especially I can say for the hospo industry, especially when you're dealing with licensed premises and, and licensed areas. I have seen a lot of employers get in trouble because on a particular day, an employee, you know, sold alcohol or they, they stepped in to, to help out. Absolutely no go. And it's usually because of staff shortages or somebody's not in or something's happened. So just keep that in mind. And like I said, I'll leave some information so that you can do a little bit more research and always go and seek legal advice if you need to. Go to a lawyer and see what you need to do. Now, coming into the interesting part, which is all about pay. When you're under the age of 16, if you're under the age of 16, then there is no minimum wage. Can you believe that? I had so many people that would ask me, do I need to pay them the training wage or do I need to pay them a starting out wage? Or what about the adult minimum wage? And I said, no, 
under the age of 16, so if they're 15 years old, 14 years old, whatever it might be, you can pay them whatever you want. But like I said, give them an employment agreement. Let them mull that over. Let them speak to their parents about it. Whoever they need to, their guardian, absolutely important for them to walk away and be able to look at that, just like with any employee. Now, it gets different once they start increasing in age. So when you have somebody that's 16 years and over, they fall into three categories when they're 16 years and over. The first one is a 16 and 17 year old. When they're 16 and 17, you're looking at a starting out wage. I'm going to talk about the wages at the moment. We know that on the 1st of April, the wage is always due to change. We don't know what's going to happen with the national government and where that's going to be headed. But for now, I'll talk about what it is currently as this podcast has come out, which is October (laughs) in 2023. Now, 16 and 17-year-olds starting out wage, which is $18.16. They only have the starting out wage applying to them if they haven't worked more than six months continuous service with their current employer. Now, I always used to get the question around, but they've worked for someone before and they worked for them for, for a year, for example. It doesn't matter. It's six months of continuous service with you, with their current employer. So if they haven't done that six months, then they need to be on that starting out wage if they're 16 and 17 years old. Utilize that. You might as well because it is significantly less than what the adult minimum wage is. Now, the next option is for somebody that's 18 and 19 years old. When they're 18 and 19, they also have a starting out wage that could apply to them. But it would only be if that 18 or 19 year old is on a benefit and they've been on a benefit for six months or more and they haven't completed six months with their employer. So when I say a benefit, it needs to be like a job seeker support benefit or an unemployment benefit, something like that. And there's a whole raft of benefits as well that will relate to that. And I will put some information in the podcast as well around what the the benefits are. I will link you to the government page if you want to do some further research. Then you have a 16 and 19 year old or 16 to 19 year olds. They are people that could potentially be earning the starting out wage because they are doing industry training credits. Industry training credits are usually provided because they're doing some industry training program, industry trade organization program, an ITO program. It's not And I'd like to make this very clear because it's a very common misconception. It is not about the fact that they are being trained by someone or they are training someone in the workplace. That is not the case. That is not when they receive the $18.16. They need to be paid their normal wage if it's all about training. But if it is about industry trade organizations and them receiving some sort of qualification or doing some sort of program or course, that's registered, then that's when if somebody is between the age of 16 to 19, then they can receive the starting out wage for the duration of that time in that age bracket. When you're 20 years or over, then you could also receive that starting out wage or or training minimum wage because you're doing an industry training program. So something like being an apprentice. So that's also possible if you're 20 years or over. Outside of these, you need to be paying the adult minimum wage. Absolutely pay the adult minimum wage. Nothing below that because it's going to haunt you. You have to keep your payroll records for six years. 
You need to make sure that you pay correctly and wage claims can come back and bite you. And you don't want that. Trust me. You don't want anyone slapping you with a wage claim. So make sure that you pay the adult minimum wage. When it comes to tips and how to navigate this, the one message that I have as somebody that's seen it, I would say you have access to the starting out wage, to the training wage. If you can use it, why not? The adult minimum wage is quite high. At the moment, it is $22.70. That is really high. And if you look at it, somebody that has seven years experience could be earning that adult minimum wage versus somebody that's just starting out in the workforce. So if you have somebody that's 15 and under, pay them whatever you like, pay them something that you think is reasonable, something that works with your business. But if they're within that 16 and 17 or whatever it might be bracket, then you might as well utilize that starting out wage if you can, especially for that six months that they're first there and they haven't worked for you continuously. So absolutely keep that in mind and utilize that way you can. It can be really frustrating as an employer to have to pay that adult minimum wage. I completely get it. It is a high amount. So that's why I'm saying use it while you can. All right. Well, that's it from me today, guys. Thank you so much for tuning into Lawlands. Like I said, I will leave some information about how to navigate this particular space and I'll put it in the description of the podcast. Please visit those websites if you really need some more information. If you need any legal advice, please find someone in your local area to give you that advice. I will also be leaving information on where you can email questions. Obviously, I can't give you advice, but what I can do is discuss some of those areas if you send through any questions to asklawlens at gmail.com. So like I said, I will leave that information in the description. I would love to hear from you because I have all of the tips and tricks. So please feel free to reach out. Thank you so much for listening wherever you are and have a lovely day, night, afternoon, whatever it may be. 